Welcome to Political Beatdown. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by the one and only Michael Cohen, wearing the Marilardo Correctional Facility <laughs> official mea culpa shirt that y'all can get at store.midastouch.com. But we've got a lot to talk about today. First, we'll talk about Trump incriminating himself further after the audio leak that shows him bragging about the classified records in his possession back in July of 2021. The United States Supreme Court made a very big ruling today not to destroy our democracy by rejecting the independent state legislature doctrine that MAGA Republicans were trying to push. Judge Eileen Cannon issued an order rejecting special counsel Jack Smith's request to file the witness list, 84 witnesses uh, under seal. Uh, also, Kevin McCarthy, the weakest speaker of the House in history, is threatening impeachment of Attorney General Merrick Garland based on a new fake whistleblower that contradicts all of the documentary evidence that we have. But of course, some breaking news right before we started the show today, which is that an appellate district in New York has kept all of the claims against Donald Trump and the Trump organization that were brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James in the civil fraud lawsuit, but did dismiss the claims against Ivanka Trump in that lawsuit. This is the New York Appellate Division First Department on Tuesday that made this ruling uh, and had found in there in granting Ivanka's motion to dismiss that the statute of limitations in her case had expired because she was no longer part of the Trump organization by 2016. Recall that New York Attorney General Letitia James had filed the lawsuit against all of Donald Trump's adult children, the Trump organization, Donald Trump. Everyone else remains in the case except for Ivanka. We'll see how the New York attorney general so, responds, but then just to get give your you, response, just to give you a quick one on this one. First of all, it makes no difference to Tish James's case. I want everyone to remember that the AG's case is civil in nature. It's monetary. And at the end of the day, Ivanka never controlled the Trump organization. She just would have been another person that was named into it. I actually believe that the first department ruled correctly in 2016, uh, 2017, January, Ivanka became a government employee in the statute of limitations did run. Now, Don Jr. is not out. Eric will not be out because neither of them took on any role outside of the Trump organization. But it's, again, it's a civil lawsuit with a minimum minimum of $250 million that Tish James is seeking. And again, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I think the number is going to be substantially greater than that. So this is not one that, you know, yay, Ivanka is going to get her ass locked up. By the time she comes out, the roots will be good and black down to her ears. No, no, no. It was never one of those. It's not criminal. It's civil in nature. And Donald Trump and his eponymous company will be held accountable in that specific matter as well. Everybody will recall our coverage here on the Midas Touch Network that Ivanka actually got rid of and fired the same lawyers that were representing her brothers. And her legal strategy in many senses was to somewhat throw her other families under the bus and basically say, <laughs> They did it. I wasn't even around to do it. You shouldn't hold me accountable. I know nothing about this. It'll still be interesting to see if New York Attorney General Letitia James tries to seek a and bonk review with the broader panel or seeks mm -hmm. further appeal. I, I ultimately think that she's not going to do anything to delay this thing uh, anymore or any further. She's got her eye on the prize here, which is holding the Trump organization, Donald Trump, and those who worked at the Trump organization uh accountable but i wanted to give that breaking news at the it top would be, it would be the, something interesting ben wouldn't it if in fact that at the end uh they subpoena ivanka to testify right now of well, course she could i mean she could always plead the fifth uh and so on you know look one of the other things that i said is i believe that jared and ivanka are cooperating witnesses it is inconceivable to me inconceivable that 
Jared has not been indicted, that Ivanka has not been indicted on other issues as well, uh, ranging from uh, China to Japan with you know her company and the various different licenses, the $640 million that they made while they were senior advisors to the president, as well as six months after leaving the White House and the position as senior advisor. He's receiving $2 billion as an investment from the Saudi Investment Authority. I, I don't know how they've escaped it unless, of course, you know, they're cooperating witnesses and so on. But who knows? Maybe one day we'll find out. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something. But talking about something that we know is taking place, it's the case that you filed against Donald Trump, which is set to go to trial this upcoming month in July. You've had a bunch of pre-trial conferences. July 24th. That you talked about the trial date is July 24th for unpaid fees and costs and other things that you've advanced. And so let the brigaders know what's the status of that. Is there going to be any hearings before that trial? Do we expect Donald Trump yeah. to be showing up at that trial? What's going on there? So you'll see me again. I'm sure they'll make a big news splash out of it. July 7th, uh, I am due back in court with my counsel for what's called pre-trial conferences. Now, about 10 days or so ago, we went to court uh, over at Center Street uh, State Court uh, for this pre-trial conference. However, opposing counsel had made a series of motions in limine uh, whereby the judge was not prepared for the volume of motions to be filed so late in the game. Um, you know, it's a great delay tactic. It's not working. Um, the judge did the correct thing. And he said, I'll tell you what, I didn't budget enough time today. Let's just go through one of them if we can, or all of them prophylactically. But more importantly, uh, you're all coming back on the 7th of July. And we can hear all the motions at that point in time uh, to whereby I will rule uh, and so on. But come hell or high water, this case is going to trial on July 24th. And the week after the 7th, somewhere around like the 10th or 12th, whatever the exact date is, I have to check. But that's when we start to voir dire the jury. This is a jury trial. And I want to be clear that this is more than just fees that are owed to me personally. These are fees that are owed to law firms that I engaged on Trump's behalf or as a result of my responsibilities that um, you know caused f so much of the of the problems and uh, these are all things that I will prove at the at this at this trial that um, the Trump organization is responsible to make those payments as an indemnified uh, executive of the company. It's funny because they made payments for other people, especially people in the family. But for me, because I took the road uh, as, uh, what was it, Kerouac said, I took the, uh, the road less traveled. I took the one that he didn't want me to travel. Um, and at the end, uh, he decided that he was not going to continue to make the payments to these firms. And so four years ago, like 20, maybe going on five now, 2018, 2019, we filed this lawsuit, Michael Cohen versus the Trump Organization. And, you know, while he was president of the United States, that case went nowhere. There was a lot of back and forth motion practice, a lot back and forth. As we all know, that's Trump's play. That's the playbook. And we're, we're ready to go. And I'm looking forward to it. And by the way, Donald will be one of the people that we intend on subpoenaing. And that's going to be big news. That's why it's important that we talk about that right now. You know, when you show up July 7th, uh, you know, the media is going to be two weeks behind at that point to the brigaders who now know pretty much everything. When trial is going to be, when Wadir is going to be, that you are going to be calling Donald Trump as a witness. What is the Trump organization and Trump's position going to be as to why he shouldn't 
show up as a witness in a trial where you were his attorney at the time and where he owes you money and he refuses to pay. Let's go down you south a little bit. You know what they say bit. about that, Ben? What? It's indictment season, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely indictment season. I want to talk about your other case in uh, federal court, the one that Donald Trump filed against you in the Southern District of Florida, Miami Division, Trump seeking $500 million against you in that lawsuit. You filed uh, the motion to dismiss on the last episode of Political Beatdown. You told us about the reply papers that have been filed. So I think we should expect a hearing or a ruling coming up there. But you also mentioned on the last Political Beatdown that you had set Donald Trump's deposition in that matter for last week and the day before Donald Trump's deposition was set, his lawyer said he's not showing up. He can't be there. Um, so what are you doing now to try to secure that deposition of Donald Trump? Because, you know, you, you noticed it the first time they obstructed the first one. Normally, they're supposed to try to reschedule it. We clearly know that they're going to try to drag this thing out. So how are you going to make sure you try to get Trump's deposition this year? Well, the judge right now has the scheduling order on his desk. Uh, one of the things that we asked for in the notice is for this past Friday for Trump to be um, deposed. Of course, nobody showed up. Uh, we didn't expect that he was going to. His lawyer contacted Donya Perry and Ben Brodsky, my two lawyers on it, and notified them that they didn't have the ability to be deposed because Donald had to be on the golf course. I mean, you know, that to me, I just find uh, to be obnoxious in the fact that this is his lawsuit and it's your obligation as the plaintiff to push the case along. Well, not if you're Donald Trump. He decides, you know, who, what, when, where, and why. Well, no, uh, that's not how it works. In fact, the judge makes that determination. They also wanted to delay Donald's deposition uh, until 90 days post the election, right? That's not how it works. So the judge will ultimately provide a court-ordered date. If he does not appear for it, he will be uh, held in contempt. We could do many different things. We could, uh, you know, push forward on a contempt order. Simultaneously, we will file a motion to dismiss the case uh, for, you know, plaintiff's failure to prosecute. Uh, I mean, there's a multitude of options at that point in time, uh, but nothing is going to be more interesting than, of course, this case. Now, one of the things that you know Trump's attorney Alejandro Brito is pushing is the fact that, hey, Michael Cohen has two podcasts, Mea Culpa and Political Beatdown, and he talks about the case all the time on you know on these podcasts, and we're concerned that he's going to release some of the information, whether it'll be verbally or he'll do it. Um, by releasing segments of the recordings, the video recordings or the transcript uh, to Donald's deposition. And so they're going to try to move for a protective order on that. This is what I surmise will occur. That also doesn't really work. What is he afraid of? He's afraid that the truth is going to come out, that it's a fucking bullshit case, that it's done uh, with malicious intent and it's done as a form of retaliation in order to financially devastate me, uh, knowing, I, of course, I know it because I watched him do it, you know, um, for so many years. I participated in that sort of shit years and years ago. You know, it's very funny because I get a lot of the Trump MAGA, you know, supporters that they say, good, I hope that you're finally reaping what you sowed. You know, one thing is so different than the other. Here, I'm being held accountable as I was in my in my um, defense of myself, which really was no defense. I pled guilty to a one-page information, um, you know, for Donald having his mushroom pecker pulled by a porn star. Very different than when I was representing him. And, you know, there were you know, issues of contracts and um, defamation claims and so on. Very, very different um, scenarios. Uh, but look, the haters, haters got to hate. They enjoy the hate. And I wish them all the best in their hatred. 
you know, but it's not going to affect me. It's not going to stop me from pursuing what we're doing, which is accountability. And to all of you who have helped with the GoFundMe, I thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. I thank you. And I just ask you, please don't stop because we have so much more to go in this case to hold him accountable. And for that, again, I am eternally grateful. And um, we will we will see accountability here. Yeah, the link to the GoFundMe firewall fund, you can see it in the YouTube right here. It's in the YouTube description. It's on the firewallfund.com. On the topic of accountability, Michael Cohen, we heard these audio recordings last night on CNN, and these were the recordings that were referenced uh, in special counsel Jack Smith's criminal indictment against Donald Trump. Uh, this is the meeting that took place at Bedminster in July of 2021, where uh, ghost writers who were writing Mark Meadows' autobiography visited Bedminster. Donald Trump would travel with his boxes, which are not his boxes. They were the government's boxes of classified records and top secret records and national defense information. But Trump would bring these boxes wherever he would go. And so when he met with these ghost writers who were writing an autobiography for Mark Meadows, Donald Trump wanted to trash the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, because Mark Milley had basically said after Donald Trump left office that, especially towards the end of the administration, Trump was very erratic, all things that we saw, and that the military had to take steps to ensure that Donald Trump would not uh, cause chaos in the nation when Trump had already caused a huge amount of chaos. And for that and other reasons, including the fact that I believe Donald Trump hates the military just generally, and he's said disparaging things about the military. He shows these random people who show up to Bedminster, essentially strangers, these classified records. And he goes, hey, I want to show you this. How cool. He goes, how cool is this? And he goes, these are classified. I These are top secret. I never declassify these, so I shouldn't be showing it to you. But doesn't this make me the winner? And so we saw the transcript in special counsel Jack Smith's indictment, but it definitely hit harder and in a different way in the audio recording. Let's play that audio recording right now. And then, Michael Cohen, I want to get your reaction to it. Play this clip. Bad, sick people. That, that was your coup, you know, against you. That's well, it started they, right at the Like beginning. when Millie's talking about, oh, you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's right. Trying yeah. to overthrow your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long. Look. Wait a minute. Let's see here. Yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm -hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. <laughs> look, look at this. You attack. and Hillary would print that out all the time. You know. <laughs> send it, no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner. Yeah, yeah. The pervert. Um, by the way, isn't that incredible? Yeah. I was just saying, because we were talking about it. <laughs> And you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He said the papers. Pretty, pretty this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. it. Now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, classified. now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, it's, I believe it's incredible, right? No, they, hey, bring some, uh, bring some coke in, please. I want to get your reaction to the audio recording, Cohen. But first, let's take a quick break.
Ben Micellis here. Green Chef has expanded their menu. Now choose from more than 50 weekly menu and market items with the option to mix and match meals in the same box without changing your plan. Get everything you need at Green Market, our one-stop shop for quick breakfast, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, and more you can easily add on to your weekly order. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with meals that work for you, not the other way around. Celebrate summer with seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. Green Chef offsets 100% of their delivery emissions to your door as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. Plus, nearly all packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas in the United States. Bring more flavor to your table this summer with Green Chef's delicious, nutritionist approved recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables and unique farm fresh ingredients like tart cherries, truffle zest, and rainbow carrots. My absolute favorite is the spicy chicken and broccoli stir fry. Delicious. Go to greenchef.com slash beat six zero. That's greenchef.com slash beat 60 and use code beat six zero beat 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash beat 60 and get that 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Now back to the show. Michael Cohen, want to get your reaction now to the audio recording we played before the break. It's what's referenced in special counsel Jack Smith's indictment of Donald Trump back in July 2021 in Bedminster showing classified records, uh, war plans relating to Iran, essentially to strangers. Your thoughts? Okay. So first of all, you have to unpack the totality of what the hell is going on here. First and foremost, all right. In an interview thereafter, the first thing Donald says is, I never saw, I never saw the interview. Right, Donald, you don't see an interview, you hear the interview, right? It's a tape. But let's even put aside the fact that he doesn't understand the distinction. First of all, he's making claims that they were newspapers that he was ruffling around. No, they weren't. And let me tell you how you know that they weren't. First of all, newspapers are not prepared by the military. His words, this was given to me by the military, right? That's not newspapers. On top of that, um, you don't declassify newspapers. Why does he then turn around and said, I could have shown it to you. But, you know, when I was president, I could have declassified it. This is the problem. Donald Trump, the, every time he opens his mouth, he puts himself behind the eight ball. Good for the American people, bad for Donald. Despite the fact I got to be, you know, again, I scratch my head and I wonder, what do we as the brigade need to do to get through to these fucking cultists who no matter what Donald does, despite the fact Donald Trump, and I'm going to say this right now, is the single greatest danger to American democracy that exists right now. The fact that you can show these type of documents to somebody who does not have the proper clearance makes Donald into a clear and present danger. And I say this because let me just tell you what what this is all about. And um, very soon on my podcast, Maya Culp, I have Malcolm Nance, who's an expert in this field, who has explained this to me at length. What happens with this type of information? If, in fact, that our military was interested in preparing an attack or to conducting an attack against Iran, what these documents would do is it would show the route, where the military would come in, how that they would conduct this military exercise and so on. Well, if that ever fell into the hands of the Iranians, 
Well, what, what happens? They then set up their military. They set up armaments in areas that they know the American planes or tanks or soldiers are going to be coming in, and then they kill Americans. Does Donald give a shit? The answer is no. No, Captain Bonespur doesn't give a flying fuck about any of this. And so he is putting America's national security, he's putting our brave men and women of uniform in harm's way. And again, as I have said hundreds of times on this show and others, he just doesn't give a shit, right? It's not his ass that's on the line. He wasn't going to fight for this country. He just doesn't care. And that's the biggest problem. And then at the very end, when he says to the staffer or the journalist or whoever it was that he's talking to, well, this exonerates me. So my question to the brigade is exonerates him from what? What is it that he's talking about? The, this doesn't exonerate him from being in possession of documents that do not belong to him, that belong to the American people, that was supposed to be in the hands of NARA, the National Archives, pursuant to the Presidential Records Act. This doesn't exonerate him from shit. So he's conflating multiple things all at the same time, which is why it's so comical. When they turn around, they say that Joe Biden, when he speaks, you know, is incoherent. Who the fuck even knows what Donald is talking about here? That's a, that's a great point. And you mentioned what can we do to try to communicate better? You know, is it a lost cause speaking to people in the Trump cult? And it may be for a lot of people in the Trump cult. But I want to say this. I've been speaking to, and I'm announcing this for the first time on Political Beatdown, some, a, J, a J6er. I've been speaking to a J6er who she's since realized what she did was wrong. She served her time, about two months in prison, and she now speaks out to others about how to get out of the Trump cult. Her name is Pam Hemphill, and you may have seen this post um, the other day where Donald Trump and the right wing and the MAGA extremists tried to use Pam Hemphill to say, oh, look how unfair a 69-year-old grandma with cancer was given more prison time for walking inside the Capitol than Hunter Biden for sharing classified documents with foreign regimes and multi-million dollar bribery schemes. And then Donald Trump responds horrible. And then Pam Hemphill, the J6er, who has since recognized what she's done was wrong, said, please, at real Donald Trump, don't be using me for anything. I'm not a victim of January 6th. I pleaded guilty because I was guilty. Hashtag stop the spin. And she's been very outspoken on social media talking about her experience. And it's just been great to meet her over the past 48 hours. You know, everyone was saying to me on my DMing me, you got to speak to Pam, you got to speak to Pam. And her and I got to know each other yesterday. She may be watching the show. She said she's a fan of Midas Touch. And she said that even when she was a Trumper, she told me that she would watch Midas Touch videos. And she said she credits Midas Touch and the Midas Touch network with even planting the seed. Um, to make her understand the truth. And she's a big fan of yours, Cohen, for speaking the truth as well. So a shout out to Pam Hemphill. I'm going to do a longer interview with her that we're going to post on the Midas Touch Network. But how has Donald Trump responded since that audio recording? Oh, one other thing to mention on the audio recording. You can see that somebody else was holding the documents. I think it was Margot Martin, his assistant. He says, pass me the documents. And so clearly... Special Counsel Jack Smith has other people in the room who have already testified to the grand jury what the documents were that they saw. They will have described to Jack Smith already the color of the document, the size of the borders. It's saying classified. So Jack Smith has that testimony locked up already. So it makes the lies that Donald Trump tells even more and more preposterous here. But here, let's play this clip. This is from Donald Trump and him saying that uh, I had a whole desk full of lots of papers and mostly newspaper articles. This is from earlier uh, in the day um, at New Hampshire. Play this clip. We did absolutely nothing wrong. This is just another hoax. It's called, uh, I would say, election interference more than anything else. It's a disgrace that they can do it. Next question. But everything was fine. We did nothing wrong, and everybody knows it. 
Here's a sample of that newly released audio from two years ago. I was just saying, because we were talking about it, <laughs> and he, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? He's in the papers. This was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Here's another clip when. Uh, you, know, you know my favorite line in that, Ben? I coined a new word. It's called election interference. I mean, just think about how stupid that line is. How stupid is it that he's sitting there, he's worried about General Mark Milley, all right, on whether or not it was Donald who told him, you know, to prepare documents uh, for a possible attack on Iran, or it was Milley's idea, or what have you. And instead, while they're writing a book about Mark Meadows, and this is another issue that everybody has to keep their eyes open on, Mark Meadows is now a cooperating witness, all right? There's also stories um, about Mark Meadows burning, it was either six or seven documents, in the fireplace. This is extremely damaging. You understand that that in and of itself is a major crime. You cannot, which is why there were people in the White House, in the Oval Office, that when Donald would rip up a document, they were there with scotch tape to put it back together. You cannot destroy a public, uh, a document, a government document, because it is not yours. This is the problem. You're trying to teach a dumbass. You're trying to teach him the rules, despite the fact he will fight you tooth and nail on following the rules, because for Donald, rules never apply. And, and I couldn't agree more. And just so everyone knows where this is coming from, this is a speech Donald Trump gave earlier today on Tuesday in New Hampshire before the, uh, it's a New Hampshire Women's Republican Club that he's speaking in front of. Here, put, play the clip again. I think there's a little more context to it where he says, I had a whole desk full of lots of papers and mostly newspaper articles, but copies of different plans where he basically admits to it. Here, play this clip. And I said it very clearly. I had a whole desk full of lots of papers and mostly newspaper articles, copies of magazines, copies of different plans, copies of stories having to do with many, many subjects. And what was said was absolutely fine and very, very perfectly. We did nothing wrong. This is a whole hoax. Trump is then asked about the voice on the recordings, and he responds, my voice is fine. What did I say wrong on those recordings? Here, play this clip. You're not concerned then with your own voice on those, on those recordings? My voice was fine. What did I say wrong on those recordings? I didn't even see the recording. All I know is I did nothing wrong. We had a lot of papers, a lot of papers stacked up. In fact, you could hear the rustle of the paper, and nobody said I did anything wrong other than the fake news, which, of course, is Fox, too. And then finally, yeah, well, I'll get your Anyone, reaction. Right? Anyone who disagrees with him is fake news. Now it's Fox. Of course, it's MSNBC. It's CNN. It's Midas Touch Network, political beatdown, Michael Cohen, lying perjurer, convict, felon, the whole nine yards. Donald doesn't know who to shit on and who to attack first, especially when he's guilty. There's plenty of papers. There's papers. You heard the rustling of papers, right? And and so I said everything perfectly. It was all, it was all beautiful, perfect. I mean, it is so funny. First of all, again, this is where he turns around and he says, you know, I never saw the tapes. Yeah, I know you never saw the tapes. You're not supposed to have seen the tape. You saw them recording it. You listen to the tapes and your voice is not perfect because you implicate yourself, you dumbass. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. The more, you know, putting all that shit aside, explain to me how any woman, and I don't care, Republican, Democrat, independent, how any single woman could possibly show up to a rally for Donald Trump post the road decision, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, over what's going on right now uh, in terms of um, Mephepristone and so on. How any woman could support this asshole makes no sense to me, and they should be ashamed of themselves. And this is the kind of stuff he's talking about also at this event in New Hampshire. I mean, he truly hates the United States of America and all of his speeches. 
you compare Trump's speech with a Biden speech, right? Biden speech, how can we deliver more broadband to people? Let's focus on jobs in the economy, better paying jobs, better working conditions, make sure that we can have, you know, full pay for sick days. What can we do to bring more manufacturing here to the United States, education, social security, lowering prescription drug prices. How do we make sure that women can control their own bodies, protect the military, protect our veterans, protect our seniors? Those are speeches by Democrats, like actual issues. Meanwhile, Donald Trump just says, we're failing. We're Our nation's the worst. We're a failing nation. Here, play this clip. Never forget our enemies want to stop us because we are the only ones who can stop them. And if these corrupt persecutions of our people succeed, they will complete their takeover of this country and destroy your way of life. And it'll be destroyed forever. You're never going to be able to come back. This country is so far down right now. We're really, truly a failing nation. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. And they want to silence me. True. They want to silence me because I will not let them silence you. That's what's happening here. It's uh, an amazing thing, and it's, it's a great honor for me. I have to be honest, it's a great honor. And when I see those poll numbers like I saw today, Morning Consul just came out with a great one. Anselm just came out with a great one. They don't love me, but they just came. You know, there's only so much they can do, right? But in the end, they're not after me. They're after you, and I'm just standing in their way, right? We know that. You know, the language of an authoritarian. You know who said the same sort of shit? Hitler. Adolf Hitler, Stalin, right? Every single autocrat in you in the world's history, every single autocrat says the same thing. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's about you. But I'm standing here. I'm going to take the bullets for you. I'm going to take on all the incoming because I'm here to protect you. This is a power grab like nobody has ever seen in U.S. history before. This is a man who doesn't give two shits about anyone or anything other than himself. He will lie, cheat, and steal in order to, you know, to, you know, get back into power because rest assured, and I'm not fucking around now, brigaders, if this guy is ever permitted back into the Oval Office. Democracy as you know it is gonzo. What he's saying is accurate. They're coming for your rights, but it's not they, it's him. That's the problem. And that's what people need to understand. Donald is deflecting when he says they are coming for your rights. They are going to destroy America. They're going to do things that you can't believe. All right. What you need to do is to replace the word they with me, meaning Donald Trump. I am going to do things that's going to change democracy to the likes that you've never seen before. I am going to do things, to, you know, to impede upon people's constitutional rights and in order to change America for the to the America that basically has an autocrat that has a supreme leader, a monarch or a dictator as its head. It's a very scary time. And I said it before, and it's worth repeating. Donald Trump is the single greatest danger to American democracy right now that exists. More so than even more so Ben than even these um, you know, our adversaries. Yeah, I, I I couldn't agree more with you. And I also think that he was the person, very likely him, who leaked. Uh, the audio recording or someone on his side. You have to remember who took the audio recording in the first place. It was Margot Martin, his own aide. So Donald Trump had the audio recording independent of special counsel Jack Smith. But we know last week, we talked about it here on Political Beatdown, that special counsel Jack Smith gave notice that all of the discovery was turned over to Donald Trump's side um, as of last week, all the non-classified information. And then we know with Donald Trump, it's all projection. So what Donald Trump say as soon as it leaked to CNN, he accused special counsel Jack Smith of leaking it, which immediately tells me it was clearly Trump who leaked it. And Trump goes in this post, the deranged special prosecutor, Jack Smith, working in conjunction with the DOJ and FBI, illegally leaked and spun a tape and transcript of me, which is actually an exoneration rather than what they would have you believe. 
The continuing witch hunt is another election interference scam. They are cheaters and thugs. And then today all the MAGA Republicans came out and said, oh, prosecutorial misconduct, unlawful leak by special counsel Jack hey, Smith, which clearly shows me it was part of the ben, plan. What did they spin in this recording? I want the brigaders, I want our followers, I want our supporters, I want all Democrats, I want all Republicans and independents to listen to this tape. Don't listen once. Listen again and again and again. Why? Because I would like to know what it is that the Democrats spun and how this is an exoneration. An exoneration of what? Of the allegation that it was you who wanted to attack Iran, not Mark Milley? That's not the issue here. The issue is, dumbass, that you do not have the right to take classified top secret documents that put the lives of our service members in jeopardy. All right, each and every one of them, you know, we have some brigaders whose family are members. I saw it in the postings and comments that one is on a, is on a ship. What if that ship had to go to the strait in order to protect, you know, whatever incoming was going to be going on in Iran, right, in order to ensure, you know, a successful attack? And now they know that the ship is going to be there, and so they booby trap it and they kill all our, our you know, Marines. They, kill, you know, they blow up an, a naval ship. I mean, seriously, the guy doesn't know how to think past his nose, and this is the scary part. He's talking exoneration of something nobody gives a shit about. All right? Nobody cares about your feud with Mark Milley, you fucking infantile <laughs> buffoon. What we care about is our national security. We care about the lives of our service members, all right, who are risking their lives every single day for our democracy. That's what we care about, you dumb shit. But instead, you think it's an exoneration. It's being spun. No, it's not. You're waving around documents. You're showing it to people who have no who have no right to see this top secret information that they are not, you know, authorized by the government to to view it. This is sensitive, highly classified information that this asshole took and he stored in a storage locker at Mar-a-Lardo. I've and you got this the Mar-a-Lardo. Fucker needs to be. He needs to be put down once and for all. He needs to be seriously. He needs to be convicted. He needs to be put into a home confinement situation. We need to stop all this bullshit. Could you imagine if this stuff would stop right now? How much more time we would have as America to talk about? Seriously, to talk about um, issues that really matter, the economy, we talk about infrastructure, we talk about immigration, we talk about military. How about all of our veterans who are in desperate need of assistance? We could talk about mental health. There are so many issues that this country needs to deal with instead of worrying about Donald Trump's petty fucking fights with anybody that says something that he disagrees with. All right. Of That's what we need to do once and, and of for course, all. by put he down, needs to you be, mean that, he needs course. to be indicted on that. Yep. He needs to be prosecuted like everybody else. He needs to be prosecuted. He needs to be put in front of whether it's a jury or a bench trial. I don't know, but I would suspect it would be a jury. He needs to be convicted and then home confined. That's exactly what we need as a country. Absolutely. And of course, by put down, you mean exactly what you just said, held accountable. Yes, I'm not, our... talking about, I'm not talking about any violence <laughs> against the man ever. All right. I don't I truly do not. You know, a lot of people say, oh, my God, I you know, I wish that something would happen. I don't I don't wish I don't wish, you know, death on anybody. All I wish is that he go away. All right. From the system that he that we stop talking about him, that the divisiveness between Republicans and Democrats comes to an end before we end up in a civil war type of scenario. We're really not in a good place as a country right now. And I've said this on this beatdown, on our political beatdown program before, and I'm going to say it again. When you have a strong America, you have a strong world. When you have a weak America, you have a weak world. I assure you, if all this bullshit wasn't happening right now, chances are Russia never would have invaded Ukraine. I do truly believe that. Um, we need to be strong. We need to continue to be the greatest 
you know, that, you know, the great country that we are, our technological advancements need to continue. We need to create scenarios with whether it's military might to ensure that nobody dares to do anything that could hurt the the earth. Forget about just America alone that could destroy our planet. Listen, whether, you know, when, if you drop a nuke across the, across the globe, Somewhere along the line, that radiation's finding its way to you. No different than what we saw here in New York um, yep. a week or so ago when you had the forest fire in Canada and New York was in a fog for three days. I mean, well, where do you think that happened? Because the air moves, right? The globe, the earth spins. I mean, it's just simple to understand. We have one planet. We need to protect our environment. We need to protect the water. We need to protect the fish, our food supply, trees, the whole bit. Instead, we're concentrating on Trump's petty bullshit with people like Mark Milley. Fuck that. Absolutely. And uh, we've got a lot more to discuss here on Political Beatdown. I want to pick your brain also on what's on your shirt, the Marilardo Correctional Facility. Because this is where Donald Trump was haphazardly keeping documents. You, you've been there many, many times. You know the location. You know the types of people who would come in and out. We've heard stories multiple times about um, uh, spies from Chinese foreign government showing up there. there. Some drives. Yep. Uh, and, and, and there was documents everywhere there. So I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about that big Supreme Court decision, uh, the Moore versus Harper decision involving uh, independent state legislature theory of that being rejected in a six to three decision. That and more. Let's take a quick break. Support for Midas is brought to you by Manscaped, who has the best in men's below-the-waist grooming products. That's right, their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BEAT at manscaped.com. Look, everyone knows that you have to be careful when dealing with the family jewels. You definitely don't want to use an old crusty electric trimmer. Yikes! That's why I'm so excited to partner with Manscaped. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Reserver Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest below the waist trimmer ever? Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has 4,000K LED spotlights you'll need for a more precise shave. And because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code BEAT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BEAT. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Ben Mycel is here. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. Using silver infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh 
three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. And get this, Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash beat to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo, BEAT, at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash beat and use the code BEAT to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40%. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash beat to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. We're back live. Political beatdown. Ben Micellis, Michael Cohen, I tease before the break. I want to hear your experience at the Marilardo Correctional Facility. But before getting that, I promised some news at the beginning of the show. I've got to deliver on my promises. So let me tick through this super quickly. Um, first, we got Kevin McCarthy threatening to impeach Attorney General Merrick Garland, saying that Merrick Garland compromised, directly compromised the criminal investigation and ultimate charges that were brought against Hunter Biden. But here's the thing. The prosecutor who brought the charges against Hunter Biden and initiated the investigation was a holdover from the Trump administration. The top mm -hmm. prosecutor in Delaware is someone by the name of David Weiss. Donald Trump appointed David Weiss. President Biden was well within his right to fire the top prosecutor in Delaware, as he has the right with all United States attorneys. That's what presidents do when they come in. They file all, they fire all the former top prosecutors, the United States attorneys, and they bring in their own people. But President Biden not even wanting an appearance of an appearance of an appearance of an appearance of impropriety said, you know what? I'm going to leave in place the Trump prosecutor, even though I could fire him, going after my son and David Weiss sent a letter on June 7th to Jim Jordan where he said to Jim Jordan, again, this is the Trump prosecutor. And so if the Trump prosecutor was lying in this letter, unlike Jim Jordan, who's not a licensed lawyer, the Trump prosecutor is. You could lose your legal license and lying to Congress is a crime. But this is what David Weiss, Trump prosecutor, said to Jim Jordan. I want to make clear that as the attorney general has stated, I have been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of the prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution and departmental regulations. But now the MAGA Republicans write out of their playbook, there's a super secret new whistleblower, even though our other ones are either dead or in jail or disappear or they're Russian oligarchs, a new one's popped up who's basically saying that the Trump prosecutor is not telling the truth, makes absolutely no sense, total BS. Judge so Eileen. Ben, ben yeah. before, before we get off this topic, you know, in every political beatdown, I offer the two-finger salute, all right? Two-finger salute today goes, again, to Mark fucking Jerkoff Meadows. Fuck you, you idiot. First of all, stop playing the Trump game. I warned you what was going to happen. I told you Donald doesn't give a shit about anyone or anything other than himself. You will find yourself out. You will find yourself, you know, nowhere. You will find yourself like Jim Jordan currently under investigation, right, for some other crime. And rest assured, I guarantee you there is something that is there on all of these guys. All right. <laughs> Mark Meadows is no exception. Why he's playing this game. Listen, I'm not a tremendous fan 
of Merrick Garland. I think the cases that Merrick Garland could have brought should have been brought much, much quicker. Fine. Many people will say, yeah, but Michael, here's the thing. The goal was to try to bring some normalcy back to the DOJ, some respectability back to the office. All right. We didn't have that under Bill Barr. And shame on anybody who allows Bill Barr back into polite society. Why he's permitted to go on television and keep ranting, I don't know. He needs to go before the American people and spill what he knows, the things that he did in the name of Donald Trump, in fealty to Donald Trump. But Mark Meadows, the fuck are you doing? If you have any interest in ensuring that you remain a Speaker of the House, that our Congress is not looked upon like the fucking fraud that so many of us watch and we watch as the Republicans misbehave like Jim Jordan and so many others. All right, Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Toilet Green, you know, all of them. Why? What are we doing? He needs to turn around and take hmm. a step back. He needs to get his caucus in order. So in that way, there's respectability returned, you know, to Congress, to the DOJ, to government. And by the way, I think the two middle fingers were intended for the weakest speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy, not Mark I'm Meadows. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't be, because McCarthy. Mark Meadows you deserves know, it. Too. Mark Meadows retroactively. Mark Meadows' name comes up, I lose my <laughs> shit because he's such a moron, and I fought with him during that house. It's Kevin McCarthy. So, Mark, I pull that one back. Kevin, the two fingers to you. You asshole. could retroactively give Mark Meadows for his previous conduct. So that's why I was fine letting you go on and, and say it, because I think Mark Meadows deserves it as well. Judge Eileen Cannon in the criminal case brought by special counsel Jack Smith. She issued an order that rejected Jack Smith's request to file the witness list under seal, but she rejected it without prejudice, basically saying, if you want, you can refile this list under seal, explain why it needs to be confidential, make a particularized showing why it should be confidential, state the duration of how you want to keep the witness list confidential. And, and ultimately, I, I think Judge Eileen Cannon got it wrong here. But um, look, a number of media outlets did request this information, the witness list. This is a public trial. Donald Trump already has access to this witness list. It's not like Trump doesn't have the witness list. And in normal course, you would make a showing in a filing um, uh, to show why something should be under seal. I think special counsel Jack Smith was like, yeah, well, of, of course, you know, this is a SEPA case, a classified information procedure act case. You really need me to spell it out for you, Judge Eileen Cannon. This specific order didn't bother me all that much because at the end of the day, whether the list is public or not, it, it may have some chilling effect, but it, it doesn't, this is not the order that I'm saying we should all be on red alert yet, but I wanted to flag it. I did a longer hot take on it. Also, the Supreme Court made a ruling, as I said at the top, rejecting the independent state legislature doctrine. The MAGA Republicans were pushing this insane theory, a dangerous theory, that the election clause of the United States Constitution found in Article 1, Section 4, Clause 1, which talks about the time, place, and manner of holding elections, basically empowered the state legislatures to ignore their state constitutions and ignore their own state Supreme Courts. And this specific case, uh, Moore versus Harper, related to gerrymandering and saying a state could gerrymander and their own Supreme Court could not overrule them. But its implications were that, well, if that's the case, then the state legislature can just pick who they want to be their electors and just ignore the whole constitutional uh, you know, regime within their state and just say, we pick Trump even if uh, President Biden gets more votes. Um, so the Supreme Court rejected that a 6-3 decision. Um, Justice Roberts wrote for the majority. Still scary, though, that you had three Supreme Court justices ready to abandon our democracy, Alito, Gorsuch, and Clarence Thomas. Um, so I did a longer hot take on that. But independent state legislature theory rejected and rightfully so. But again, horrific that you have three justices um, saying that they were okay with literally the opposite of like just pure fascism. All right, Cohen, I want to leave on this note. And I think it's an important one because we hear a lot about Mar-a-Lago. You've been there many, many times. We've heard about spies there. We've heard that, you know, it's not really a secure location and weddings are happening. Can you paint the picture for all of the brigaders out there, though, like when we see these images in the indictment 
of boxes in auditoriums, just laying out there with classified records, in bathrooms, at parties, at banquets. How easy would it be for like a spy working for a government to go in there and, and access it? Yeah, as easy as pie, uh, to use a stupid sort of, you know, um, term here. The only thing they do have is they have video cameras. Oh, my God, how hard do you think that a country who wants to get a hold of our national security secrets in order to create some sort of a loop or interfere with the with the server that sits, you know, with Matt Calamari over at Trump Tower. How hard would that be? You know, I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, I mean, it's like it's like picking a lock in order to get through. It's not like it's guarded. That's the reason why these documents belong in the hands of NARA. It's that's the reason why they created the Presidential Records Act. Look, you know, Ben. It's a public place. There are thousands of people that come and go, whether it's for weddings, whether it's for functions, whether it's to come in for dinner, whether it's to you know sit by the pool. This is not Donald Trump's house. No matter how many times he wants to call it his home, it is not his home. In fact, people pay membership money in order to be members. I don't know why, but they do. This all of this bullshit is not going to help him. And you know. While we're closing up, you know, for the hour, um, Ben, one of the things I really want to say to the brigaders, you know, Donald always talks about militia, that we have to fight, you know, we have to, we, we have to, you know, hold people accountable, we have to do all of these things. Well, we need to be a militia too, not a militia like Donald Trump's militia with guns and bats and bear spray and zip ties. We need to be a militia of the mind. We need to outsmart them at every single turn. The reason is, well, first of all, I think it'll be easy because they're dumb as shit. All right. And anybody that's willing to separate them, you know, themselves from a dollar to give it to Donald so that he could use the money to pay for his legal fees. It's nice that all of these people are supporting a billionaire's legal problems. It's more of considering these legal problems were brought on by himself. But putting all that aside, we have to figure out how to be smarter, how to act, you know, in concert with one another. Like I said, a militia of the mind whereby we ensure come, you know, come 2024 that this isn't even a close election. It is a fucking landslide showing them you want to keep losing. And the good part is. Most of the people that are supporters of Trump, if you look to the video, they're all older and they're dying out, obviously, faster than the younger generation, the Gen Zers that seem to support democracy and the Constitution. So let these, you know, let, let these individuals disappear. Let them go away. Let them figure out, you know, the rest of their lives on this earth and health and happiness. But stop voting for this maniac because the country the world that you're leaving to your children, grandchildren, or great-grandchildren needs to be better than the than the you know country and the earth that you you know that you lived in. And unless these people are made to understand this, and that's where we have to beat them with with advertisements, with shows like this, um, with shows like um, your legal AF or the Midas Brothers or you know Maya Culpa, whatever it is. We need to we need to be better, smarter, and we need to ensure that vote blue in 2024. That this like a boxing match. Don't leave it up to the judges. You got to make sure that you have a knockout, and that's what we need in 2024. Absolutely, I'll tell you. I talked about this on the Midas Touch podcast I do with my brothers. I spent my Sunday with the Santa Clarita Democrats. That's in California's 27th congressional district, currently represented by a MAGA Republican. Mike Garcia supports all of Donald Trump's policies, supports the insurrection. And uh, we spend Sunday writing postcards and canvassing and just getting the word out in the community. That was about the 500 day mark before the general election. It's never too soon. I promise you, you know, try to connect with some local groups or clubs, organizations where you could get involved in just spreading the word. And, you know, the easiest way you can do it also is just share these videos. If you, you know, share this ben, video with, 
Yeah, I'm so sorry because, you know, I don't want people to be confused on what I said. I didn't say that all old people are supporters of Trump. I never said that. What I said is statistically, and I've seen the, I've seen the numbers, there is a very significant portion of Trump's 26% MAGA base. The financial supporters are older. All right, that's the point I'm making. I'm not saying all old people. Most, listen, there are many, many, and obviously much more than what Trump has that do not support Donald Trump. So I just want to make sure that people understand what I'm saying here, that Donald Trump's 26%, that base is is compromised of a significant portion of, um, of people over the age of 55. No, I appreciate the clarification. Everybody, check out store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear, including the shirt that Michael Cohen is wearing, the Marilardo Correctional Facility shirt, store.midastouch.com. We've also got the Convictor Convict 45 pins for all of those seeing the emojis being used in the chat. There's that dollar sign at the bottom of the YouTube. You can become a member. You can gift people memberships. You can ask to receive a gift membership. So you hit that dollar sign and uh, you could become a member. No worries if you can't uh, do it. Make sure you're subscribed on our YouTube channel. It's free. Make sure you're subscribed on our audio podcast by searching Political Beatdown. Also free. Super simple to search. Don't just uh, subscribe to Political Beatdown. Also check out Mea Culpa, another production of Michael Cohen and the Midas Touch Network. You can check that out by going to wherever audio podcasts are available as well. Search Mea Culpa. And of course, on Saturdays, we show the new Mea Culpa episode. We release the video exclusively on the Midas Touch Network. So I want to thank everybody for watching this. The Beatdown Brigaders, we're so grateful for you. Every time Cohen and I chat about the audience, an audience that's growing, engaged. I love the interactivity of the chat. Um, I love just having open, honest, sometimes very difficult conversations and um, just trying to figure out what's best for our country together. But ultimately, that starts foundationally with humanity, decency, compassion, pro-democracy, intelligence. These are the things we talk about here and we'll continue to talk about as and a together, beatdown ben, brigade. And let's never forget, community. together with our brigaders, we will save democracy. Shout out to the Midas Mighty.